and it's time to introduce my very special guest uh, on the show today, uh, member of the Senate for the Rhonda, Buffy Williams. Good morning, Buffy. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. The sun is shining. That's the main thing. That is the main thing. <laughs> so you didn't uh, trot over to uh, Stonehenge then to celebrate the summer solstice this morning? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I had a, a really good meeting with RCT Domestic Abuse Services this morning. So, um, yeah, it's been a really positive morning so far for me. Good, good. Uh, how did that go? Without going into the details, obviously, all good? Yeah, yeah. Um, what a fantastic organisation doing absolutely outstanding work um, in, in our communities. Uh, we are really fortunate to have them, actually. Good. OK. So let's start then with your short debate, shall we, uh, regarding the inequalities regarding women's health. Now, you say uh, the, well, the equality statement of women and girls' health, that there are, I can't believe this, 29 health conditions where there is gender inequality. That, that sounds a lot to me, Buffy. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, I mean, we're really, really lucky at the moment that um, the Health Minister has taken all this on board. And we have um, the new uh, women's strategy that is looking, women's health strategy, that would be looking at these 29 inequalities and, and putting that right, basically. I, I mean, my short of it uh, is something that affected me for a long time and affects quite a few of my friends. Um, obviously, when the table office notify you that you have a short of it, you you think what what affects people most, you know, and what affects women most for me. That's what I want to do, something on, on women and women's health. And um, I decided to do it on premenstrual um, dysphoric disorder, which isn't widely known, um, known about and isn't talked about. As you know, we're useless, all of us are talking about our, our health and especially our personal health. I think men and women alike are, are really bad at doing that. So it was something that I wanted to highlight and it was something that I really wanted um, to use that time then and, and, and to the best of my ability, relay how it affects women in their day-to-day, um, you know, just day-to-day health then and, and, and just getting up in the morning, how it affects them throughout the day. Um, for me, it affected me three weeks of every year. I was basically just having one week of, of every um, month, sorry, one week of every month where I just felt normal. Other than that, I was either in excruciating pain, dreadful headaches, um, snappy, just unwell, and, and not myself. Um, and every time I went to my GP, they put it down to, um, you know, a, a premenstrual disorder. Well, it, it isn't. Um, premenstrual dysphoric disorder is a million times worse than any um, period pains or pre- premenstrual disorder that, that any woman can suffer. Uh, it is it is debilitating and it can really um well it can really make your your life then unbearable to live right so you, you mentioned one week in four no i i was never fantastic with mathematics buffy but that's three months of the year that 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 is one chunk of the year yeah yeah it is it is and for some women they, they have no less up at all so it is every day of every month of every year they just live in with this disorder that is absolutely, it can be crippling. It can be, and not just for you, because you imagine now being a mum, a busy mum of three um, in a family, a busy family, having to still function every single day in that environment, feeling so so ill. But rotten is the only word I can I can use. That's why you feel just be rotten every single day. Just feels awful. Um, and just still having to, having to function. It, it is... 
it is really, really difficult. And like I said, so, you know, back and forth the GP, back and forth the doctor, trying to get some sort of answers. And, you know, it's the same thing all the time. They offer you the pill, um, the coil, depo injections. They don't work for everyone. I mean, I ended up having a hysterectomy at a very, very young age. That shouldn't be the answer. Um, and hopefully more more people now are aware of this disorder because it is being talked about more widely and more women will be presenting with the symptoms and with that GPs will identify this and start treating accordingly. Um, I think that's, that is so important that we have these conversations now and we, and we have these conversations from a very young age as well. You know, it's gone are the days where um, we were afraid to talk about our, our periods and our mental health and things like that. Well, I hope so anyway. And, and, and in schools, you know, we're talking about it more openly. Uh, and, and everybody should be having these conversations, not just women, everybody. Well, I think people. I, I think from a, a very positive point of view, my feeling is now when you listen to people talking, they are talking about, for example, their mental health yeah. a, a lot more these days, Buffy, which is a fantastic thing because there's so many. You know, if you'd said to somebody, say, 25 years ago, as an example, not we'll come back to you a subject in just a second. But if you'd said yeah. to somebody 25 years ago, uh, explain something about mental health, well, they would have said uh, nervous breakdowns, yeah. or depression, feeling a bit low today. Oh, yeah, I'm not very happy. Uh, th- that probably would have been it. But there are yeah. so many mental health conditions, aren't there? And going back to, to PMDD, which is obviously something very, very close to your heart. Why haven't we had these discussions much earlier then, do you think? I, I just think that um, it's been... It's, but for me, the way I look at it is this. Women have just put up a long time, haven't they, with their periods. It's something that women have. You know, we all have them as, as women, and we just got to get on with it. And I think you, you, you chat to your mum about it, and they, they have the same thing. Oh, you know, it's just what women women have it's just what we've got to put up with it, we've never had conversations so openly as we have now and i think because of that and because women are presenting with more symptoms than just normal um premenstrual tension and things like that i think that gps are looking um well specialists are looking more into things and finding out that yeah there, there, there is more to this than we see and we do have to do more investigating um, and because of that, this is something now that is that is more be, being spoke about more widely, and and it is making it easier for women to go to their GP with these um, symptoms and get a diagnosis. Because that was the issue: women weren't being diagnosed with PMDD; they were just being diagnosed with um, severe period pains or severe periods or um, premenstrual tension, because that's what it was called back in the day. That's right. But yeah. now. We are not afraid to speak about our health anymore, and I don't think anybody should be afraid to speak about it. You know, their their personal health. And like I said, I think it's so important that in schools, it's talked about in a whole class environment, not just with the girls. Remember, we used to be the the boys would have one talk, the girls would have the other. I don't think that that's right. I really don't. I think that boys need to know just what their sisters and their mums and their friends are going through. Because so then they can they can sympathise and they can help and they can be supportive. Is this something that the schools can introduce then, do you think? I think through the new curriculum, this is definitely something that's going to be happening through the new curriculum. And I'm really pleased at that. I'm really pleased that we that health and mental health is everybody's business, no matter how old you are really now. Um, 
and that we are having these conversations more openly, more widely. Um, I think for our young people, it should just be the norm. It should just mm. be the norm that we can have these conversations. We can be sitting having a cup of tea and have these conversations where we don't feel embarrassment or we're not nervous to talk about it or ashamed. All those feelings shouldn't be there because this is our health. And if we don't speak openly about our health, then this is how things are being missed and, you know, problems are being undiagnosed and then they get to places where we don't want them to be. Yeah, and I, do, do you know, I, I honestly think as well, Buffy, that um, YouTube is helping a lot as well because there's so many videos on there about so many different health conditions. Yeah. Um, I watch YouTube a lot. I, I Apart from listening to GTFM, of course, I, I watch... <laughs> I watch um, uh, YouTube a lot and some of the conditions on there particularly with mental health I just didn't know and I'm sure without being disrespectful to you Buffy if you saw some of the videos I've seen about some mental health conditions you'd yeah. think what on earth is that what was that I mean, all about I mean sitting in the chamber you hear so many different um, members talk about people that have you know in their constituencies that go to them with different issues you learn so much and you really do, and then you, you you think to yourself, you take that back, and you use that in in your experience when you when you write in debates and things like that. You know, you you think about these other members and and what they spoke about, and it was the same when I did my first short debate on um, after I had my daughter, and I was really unwell. And I did a debate on um, perinatal mental health. You know, I was speaking to who were Anka Davis, who was saying that one a, a gentleman in his um, constituency now runs a dad's. Um, mental health group for for, for dads whose whose partners have, have suffered with um, perinatal mental health and and now they support other dads. It it's a knock on effect and this is why I say it's so important to talk about our mental health and our health in general and especially our personal health because it has a knock on effect and a positive knock on effect. Right. So what medications are available at the moment then to help? Uh women and and young girls uh because it it you know from i suppose i'm only guessing 10 11 12 years onwards um pmdd so what medications and help are there so they, they, there's more research being done on this at the moment um this is something that i'm going to be keeping a close eye on at the moment i suppose when you go to your gp or if you refer a dental consultant there's lots of different um medication that that is being prescribed I think the the age old child things are obviously things like the pill, depo injection, your, your marina coil, um, which is a coil that has sort of, I suppose, it, what we would be described as, as the hormone in there that, that is similar to the pill, but it's more centralised. It's all these things that they would trial first, um, which you, you've got to try to know if it works for you. I mean, for people that are at the worst end of the spectrum, like myself, it didn't work for me. So I ended up with a hysterectomy. But that that can't be the, the the only answer. We need to do lots more research. We need to be having lots more of these conversations so that in time, and I hope in the very, very near future, women are not suffering the way that, that I did. And they're definitely not suffering in silence. And we're not just putting up with it because we shouldn't just put up with horrific periods. We It, it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be losing weeks out of, of the year of our lives um, laying at home with a hot water bottle in crippling pain or waking up with the most horrendous anxiety and depression and, and just not wanting to be anymore. 
that shouldn't be now. We shouldn't be, you know, suffering that in this day and age. We just shouldn't. Well, keep up the good work with that then and uh, you keep in touch with us, Buffy, and uh, you let us know how things progress with that, okay? Now, we, we'll move on because obviously the time is ticking on, unfortunately. Let's talk about the cost of living crisis. Uh, our families in the Ronda are uh, coping with this ongoing problem at the moment. Well, it's been, oh, it's, it's been a really tough winter for us and I, I'd be totally honest with you, I'm dreading the next winter because even though energy energy prices do seem to be coming down slightly everything else is, is going up so really we have no benefit from that we see no benefit um throughout the winter i spent a lot of time visiting all the warm hubs that, 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 that set up and i will say what a fantastic job our community our community centers our churches our um uh, you know third sector organizations what a fantastic job they did through the winter months supplying copious amounts of tea. I drank so much tea through the, win- through the winter. I <laughs> any excuse, every, any excuse. I, everywhere I went, there was a, a warm cup of tea. And Come and have a cup of tea, welcome. Buffy. Come and have a cup yes. of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and a warm welcome. Um, it was really important that people felt or knew that they had somewhere to go to stay warm. They didn't have to put their heating on. Um, it, it made a big difference to, to families in Rwanda. And also, it's been, we shouldn't need it. We really shouldn't need it, but it's been outstanding to see the amount of organisations as well that have been helping with food support. That's made a massive difference to people that are suffering in work poverty. I mean, whoever thought we'd ever say that, in work poverty. Yeah, yeah. Mad. It's hard Absolutely to believe. Yeah. crazy. Yeah. In work poverty. We have people that are in work using our food support services. That should never, ever be. Mm. Never. Yeah. No one should need to rely on a food bank. No one. But people in work, that's just that's just crazy. And so, um, and so many people are doing a, a fantastic job. Now, if somebody wants to volunteer, what can they do, Buffy? I would, if you want to volunteer, look, pop along to your nearest community project, to your food bank, um, to your local church. Just pop along and say, look, I want to volunteer. Um, there'll always be a space for a volunteer. Always. Always be a space for a volunteer. And I know this, because I've done it myself. So <laughs> I know this. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've been we've been super fortunate in, in Rwanda, and the schools have really picked up the gauntlet as well with their big box voids. Um, that's made a massive difference to, to families in Rwanda as well. I know. Um, I think there's only a few schools now that don't have their own big box void or a, a facility where parents can go along. Um, and 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 look, well, it's not just food support, uniform support, um, gift support. I visited um, Kama, uh, Kama Rwanda uh, school. And what a fantastic um, organisation they've got set up there, where they've got a, a one room where you can parents can go, and the kids, not just parents, and the kids can go along and choose a gift for mum or dad if it's birthday or Christmas, and they, you know, they haven't got the money and they don't want to ask mum or dad for that extra bit of, bit of money to go and buy a gift. They've got uniform support, they've got food support. Um, I dropped off Easter eggs for them because they had a fantastic Easter egg drive there. Um, schools are really, you know really picking up the gauntlet for this and, and really going all out to support their families just so that they that stigma is removed a little bit i think that's really important yeah just before you go i've just got to mention this you've got some very important surveys running haven't you at the moment yeah yeah we have we have um i think we have one on housing we have one on um domestic violence we have uh, just had the ALN one which we've had absolutely outstanding responses from family, um, parents and carers within Rhonda. that's been really 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 important um, 
the, the there's a mental health one as well, and a cancer one, which a cancer um, survey, which I'm hoping as many people as possible will fill this um, survey in. Um, basically, I want to know your experience after after cancer. So if you've come out the other side and you were still struggling, I want to know what you exper- your experience is after cancer. So if you can have a look on my Facebook page or go onto my website and find that survey, it'll take you a few minutes to fill it in. Um, I'd really appreciate any support that anyone can give me with that. All right, brilliant. So they know what to do. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid time has uh, run out, Buffy, as always. These uh, these little segments, the, these very important uh, chats that we have, you know, you know we, we say to ourselves, right, 15 minutes, and in the blink, it's obviously gone. gone. <laughs> um, is there a number that people can obviously get in touch with your office directly as well? If they go, best thing to do is go onto the website and all the numbers are there, Um my office is always open for anybody, even if they just want to pop in for a conversation if they've got issues. Um, my office is based in Triochi on the high street. You can't miss it. Um, but yeah, ju- jump on the website. There's a contact me form if you don't want to if you don't want to ring. Um, and all the telephone numbers are on there. But unlike Buffy, don't pop in for a cup of tea. Yeah, don't pop in for a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, listen, Buffy, uh, thank you very much indeed for talking about, uh, well, PMDD in particular today, because that is such a huge uh, yeah, it uh, is. issue, isn't it? A real huge issue. And thank you very much for coming on and being open as well. And that's what, uh, you know, Community Link is all about, you know, informing people about what's going on in the world. And uh, thanks very much for that. Uh, so, so stay healthy yourself. And um, yeah. uh, no doubt we'll we'll catch up in a couple of weeks' time. Great. Thanks, Gareth. OK, thanks very much, Bye. Buffy. Bye. Bye. Uh, Buffy Williamson, member of the Senate for the Ronda.